Welcome to Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. I'm your lead investigator on this case, Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Every episode is an investigation where you and I explore true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. We discuss the cases, share information, no chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. Now, grab your crime scene kit, a notebook, and your favorite hat. This is Best True Crime Podcast. This podcast includes subject matter and language that can be disturbing to some listeners. It is an unsettling subject matter that needs to be examined. Still, I must caution some listeners. This is When the Bullied Kid Grows Up, Long-Term Effects of Schoolyard Bullying. According to www.reddit.com, Reddit is an American social news aggregation, content rating, and discussion website. Registered users called Redditors post content to the site such as links, text posts, images, videos, which are then voted up or down by other members. There is a subreddit titled r slash askreddit. A Redditor posts questions and the other Redditors can reply with their own experiences, ideas, and information. In 2018, I wrote a book called Bullied to Death, a story of bullying, social media, and the suicide of Cherokee Harriman. It details the short life of 14-year-old Cherokee Harriman who, in September 2015, in a public park in a small town, drove a kitchen knife into her stomach as other teens watched in horror. The coroner ruled it as a suicide. It was rumored that it was a crime perpetrated by other teens who had been bullying Cherokee. In their 2015 study, authors Wolke and Larea defined bullying as the systematic abuse of power and is defined as aggressive behavior or intentional harm doing by peers that is carried out repeatedly and involves the imbalance of power. The difference between bullying and teasing is simply abuse of power. The study also defines four types of bullying. Direct, which is physical, such as punching or kicking. Indirect bullying, which is characterized by social exclusion. For example, you can't play with us. Nobody invited you. Nobody likes you, so you can't go. And rumor spreading. In the last decade, cyberbullying, which is bullying behavior via social media, is now recognized as bullying. Because of my lingering interests from writing the book about Cherokee and schoolyard bullying, a post in Ask Reddit on the Reddit website caught my eye. It was posted one year ago and it read, doing a paper on bullying with some friends for high school. Ask Reddit community, what was your experience with bullying and what consequences did it have on you? I'm assuming they are mostly or all adults that responded to this question from reading the post. It sounded like they were into adulthood. And here are some of the responses posted by these Redditors. And these are direct quotes. They range from bullied in grade one to being bullied all through school grades one through 12. Got kind of picked on in fifth and sixth grade and got bullied a lot in the seventh and eighth grade. Consequence is that I can't get angry at someone without wanting to kill them. Another response answered, It left me with no self-esteem or confidence for years. 
Even to this day, if I see a group of women laughing across the room, I assume they are making fun of me. Another person explained that bullying can't just be defined by what goes on in the classroom. They wrote, I was bullied by my father, a teacher, and other students. My dad demeaned me, calling me fat when I was underweight. My fellow students disliked I was bright for my age. I could read at six and was given books from the older classes curriculum. They also thought I was weird, admittedly a symptom of the disorder it turns out I had. I was ostracized, chased around the school, pushed, had my face in toilets, and various substances thrown at me. When birthday invites were handed out, I was told I only got one because the rules said to invite everyone. It was hell. This person continued to write, It meant I hated myself well into adulthood. It worsens my previous mentioned disorder, led to 14 years of depression, roughly, social anxiety, panic attacks, and such that turned into a disability pension. Got a lot of therapy, and I'm a lot better, but it basically delayed my life as I never got an education and had to wait to be better to start on normal adult things, like becoming a mom. Now at 34, I'm starting that process and can't say I don't feel robbed. Another post, I was bullied throughout my school years. I was seen as weird because I was quiet and a shy person. Just takes me time to adjust to a new crowd. When I gained weight, I was bullied for that, was bullied for trying makeup, was bullied for scoring higher on a test, was bullied because of my voice even, and whatever they could pick on about me, they would bully me for it. The worst was when my friends became my bullies. I developed and still struggling with social anxiety, depression, and am borderline antisocial. I struggle with self-loathing, and I can never see anything good about myself. I cling to toxic relationships. I shut down emotionally. I also struggle with empathy from time to time. Being bullied on top of having problems at home is hell, which is why I tell people that make fun of strangers that they should shut up because they don't know what that person goes through. Another response in the thread. I was bullied 30 years ago. You would think I'm over it. I'm not. 6th to 12th grade, I was hated for being a city girl who moved to the suburbs. I was instantly filed under bad. Locker trashed, stuff stolen, teachers laughing at me. My first suicide attempt was when I was 12. My parents blew it off until they toilet papered my house, soaked the windows, poured salt and flour into my mother's front garden. Then they lit the toilet paper on fire, so the trees caught on fire and our house was wood. Thankfully, the fire department was close by. That was eighth grade. But you know, just kid stuff. When a new girl transferred and talked to me, she had her head bashed in with an unopened can of soda. Her parents transferred her to a private school. I went from a normal, happy-go-lucky kid to a total introvert, and my brain started to break. I'm in my 40s now. I take medication for PTSD, anxiety, bipolar, and disassociative disorder. I don't know how many times I've attempted suicide. Maybe five? I always wondered if we moved anywhere else, would I still be like this? My son is going into junior high next year, and the stress is unbearable. 
I still honestly have no idea what I did wrong and how it started. And I've always wondered, do any of them think of me? The verbal abuse, the stitches, the ice packs, theft, destruction. They did it to me for six years. I'm pretty sure they don't think of me. It's something to laugh at while drinking with their buddies, maybe. I don't know. I know in my heart I should forgive them, but tomorrow is the anniversary of the fire 32 years ago. Tonight, making dinner, had music playing, son talking about school, just talking about going to the movies this weekend. It was too much noise at once. I couldn't breathe. Everything felt like it was shouting at me, and all I could do was take the anxiety meds, sit on my floor, and cry. Kind of a bitch to move on when 30-plus years of therapy, medication, hospitals, outpatient care, leaves of absence from work hasn't dented it. Most of the time, I'm fine. I am married, house, two cars, kids, upper management, and a job I love. I'm a functioning adult, but some days are rough. I was always bullied for my weight from some boys in school and my dad growing up. I think it left an imprint on some body dysmorphia. Then again, it also pushed me to get into better shape and improve my quality of life. Fueled the fire. Four months ago, another Redditor posted on Ask Reddit, What were you bullied for? There were 25.8 thousand comments. And here are some of them. Being a little girl with undiagnosed autism in the 1990s was an adventure in social awkwardness. I learned how to interact with my peers by observing their interactions and then mimicking those behaviors in future interactions. Except I wasn't very good at figuring out which behavior belonged with which situation. So then my teachers would just say I was bringing the bullying on myself, which I was. Now that I'm a teacher myself, I try to look out especially for those kids so they don't ever have to go through quite as much of the same shitty learning curve. Some Redditors in this thread explain they had eczema, which is an inflammatory skin condition. It causes itchiness, dry skin, rashes, scaly patches, blisters, skin infections. It is not contagious. One of those Redditors wrote, I had to wear white cotton gloves to school, and one time a teacher threw away my art project because she didn't want me to infect the other kids. It was rough. My mom complained enough that the teacher got fired, but it didn't stop my classmates from acting like I was contagious for the rest of the school. One woman explains how she handled the bullying of her little brother, who was bullied for his physical disorder. It stopped when I finally pulled a girl by her hair off her bike after she broke my brother's leg running over it and laughed because he cried. I beat her face in, broke her jaw. She had to have it wired shut for six weeks. I almost went to kitty jail for that one. If my uncle wasn't sheriff, I probably would have ended up there. That's when they realized his big sister was batshit crazy. When it came to protecting her little brother, I was crazy. He was in third grade when that happened, and he was roughly the size of an 18-month-old. Once I showed my true level of crazy, it stopped real quick. One new kid tried to pick on him one time in middle school. 
The kid ended up head first in the cafeteria trash can right there in the middle of lunch in front of the entire school. Another Redditor responded, Almost everyone had a go at me and I couldn't work out what was wrong with me. I remember actually thinking there must be a mark on me somewhere that everybody but me can see that tells everyone to give me a hard time. The adults just blamed me for the bullying and told me to stop acting like that, but I had no idea what they meant. I finally found out what was wrong the last year I was diagnosed with autism at the ripe old age at 30. One person explained they were tormented by another classmate he said was named Daniel. Daniel decided to pick on me for absolutely no fucking reason. He'd shit-talk me, and I'd just ignore him. He was just an asshole to me, and I didn't even know why. One day, he decided to grab my bag, open it up, grabs my change of clothes for phys ed sports, and throws them up in the air into the ceiling fan that was spinning around, sending my clothes all over the place. What the fuck, Daniel? Something like 20 years later, I was doing a computer job for a woman, and it turns out she's Daniel's sister. I mentioned how Daniel used to pick on me, and I never even knew why, as I didn't have anything to do with the guy. I said, he was a real asshole to me. His sister looks at me and goes, he's married with kids now, and it's a really nice guy. You know what? He wouldn't even remember doing that to you back then anyhow. I remembered. I never fucking forgot. It was a little thing, but it made me always think about how I treat people even if it meant nothing to him, and he forgot it like it was nothing. Two different adult women wrote of sexual assault and how it led to bullying from fellow students. The first woman wrote, I was raped by my friend's 35-year-old brother when I was 13 when she abandoned me at his house. After that happened, she started a rumor that I was a whore, and every day at school, girls would scream at me and ask, how far along are you? And things of that nature. I got called a whore so frequently I dropped out of school. It's all right, though. Got my GED, went to college, graduated with honors. I'm smart. I'm attractive. I am happy. They can all fuck off. The second victim recalls in her post, being raped in middle school. He was the most popular guy. I was the new, awkward, overweight girl nobody liked. When it happened, my parents pressed charges, and so everyone knew within days. School was terrible, because all the kids would mock me, pretending to be raped in the hallways. The guy that did it had a very pretty, very popular girlfriend, who was embarrassed and very cruel. So I was harassed by all the kids constantly, on a daily basis, in all different types of ways. It led to me trying to kill myself at 13 years old. This Redditor continues. This was 20 years ago, and I still remember it like it was yesterday. Charges were pressed the same day. The rapist was immediately expelled because I had a restraining order against him, which my parents notified the school of right away. The guy was well-liked by everyone, and everybody wanted to be his friends. So when they didn't get to see him anymore at school, they took it out on me and retaliated. Especially his girlfriend and all her friends. They were the worst ones. I wasn't able to make one friend at that school, which actually was the worst part. 
I eventually switched schools and had to repeat seventh grade from all the missing school. The charges were dropped since my parents were more concerned with my safety and well-being. I spent the next couple of years in and out of treatment centers and inpatient and eventually was sent to a program out of state. It was years of suffering, but I'm now a much happier, healthier, and stable person now. It took a long time to get here and a lot of work, but I'm in a good place now. And finally, another woman posted, I was told I sounded like a boy when I was on a three-way call with friends, and so I started practicing a higher-pitched phone voice that I still occasionally drift into whenever I'm anxious on the phone. And these were all adults recalling their bullying on the schoolyard. In the study, Long-Term Effects of Bullying, Wolke and Larea note bullying is not conduct disorder. The American Academy of Child and Adolescent Psychiatry says that conduct disorder, quote, refers to a group of repetitive and persistent behavioral and emotional problems in youngsters. Children and adolescents with this disorder have great difficulty following rules, respecting the rights of others, showing empathy, and behaving in a socially acceptable way. End quote. Conduct disorder, according to Johns Hopkins Medicine, is a behavior disorder. It's basically antisocial behavior in children. Ulfuf, Goosens, Vermont et al. note in their 2011 study in Bullying as Strategic Behavior, Relationships with Desired and Acquired Dominance in the Peer Group. Bullying is found in all societies, including modern hunter-gatherer societies and ancient civilizations. It is considered an evolutionary adaptation, the purpose of which is to gain high status and dominance. The study by Wilkie and Larea reveals adults who were victims of childhood bullying have consistently found to be at a higher risk for common somatic problems, such as colds. They are at high risk for psychosomatic problems, such as headaches, stomach aches, or problems with sleeping. They are more likely to take up smoking. They develop internalizing problems, anxiety disorder, and or depression disorder. Adults who were bullied as a child are more likely to have a likelihood of self-harm. Testing shows that they also suffer from social anxiety, few friends, and poor relationships. These people have lower educational qualifications, trouble keeping a job, and honoring financial obligations. And substance abuse is also an issue with adults who were bullied as a child. This is a very interesting study, and for more information, you can go online to the National Library of Medicine and search for the study. Its title is Long-Term Effects of Bullying, and the journal list number is PMC45529. Now, I can hear some of you already, before you say, I was bullied at school and I don't have any of those problems. Well, understand this does not mean all people who were bullied in childhood. See, people handle stressors in various ways, depending on a lot of factors. As a result, we see childhood bullying does have long-term effects into adulthood. And this is why it should be mandatory that we address such behavior immediately. But it's never that easy. As I discuss in my book, Bullied to Death, bullying is not just reserved for the schoolyard. It can take place at home, 
in social groups, and in children's clubs. And an education system that is overworked and underfunded has very limited power. During my research for the book on Cherokee, the kids and some parents told me systems like a school bully report usually backfires and induces more bullying. I talked to adults who, as children, knew Cherokee. Because of how they were treated at school, they are now reporting self-abuse, drug addiction, physical, and even mental problems. I interviewed a beautiful 19-year-old girl who showed me a line of thick scars that led from her wrist to her elbows from years of cutting herself as a youngster. She was attacked by fellow schoolmates for being slender, intelligent, nice to others, pretty, attributes that we want in all our children. I don't believe extreme self-defeating behaviors are caused solely by being bullied. In this podcast, Season 2, Episode 8, I discussed bullicide or committing suicide because of being bullied, so I'm not going to go into that in this podcast. I will say bullying is just one in a list of reasons why a kid 6 to 17 years old would commit suicide. Bullying is often that very last straw. But years after the schoolyard torment, adults bullied at school are also at high risk of suicidal ideations. And we can see with a sample of that Redditor's posting, schoolyard bullying has long-term effects. So what's the answer? The answer is, there is no answer. Like any crime, educating ourselves on the issues is part of prevention. Let's be real. Children can be mean little creatures and impact behavior that meanness just intensifies. We need to, one, help children refrain from big bullies. Two, help children who are being bullied. And three, understand there is no one-size-fits-all response. You can find more about my book, Bullied to Death, on www.truecrimebook.net. Thank you for listening to this podcast, When the Bullied Kid Grows Up, Long-Term Effects of Schoolyard Bullying. Hey listeners, my name is Judith A. Yates. Like so many of you out there, I have suffered from depression and I have been suicidal. I've also been the victim of discrimination, but there is help out there. You can text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741 741. That is the crisis text line. You can connect with a crisis counselor and it's free 24-7 support right there at your fingertips. Here's how it works. You text HOME, H-O-M-E, to 741-741 from anywhere in the United States, anytime. And a live trained crisis counselor receives the text and will respond. It's a secure online platform. Crisis Counselor can help you with gun violence, coronavirus, anxiety, eating disorder, depression, suicide. Give them a text at 741-741. They also say habla espanol and they are GLBT friendly. So don't sit alone and don't do anything dangerous to yourself or others. Please, there is hope out there and there is help. Be safe out there. Thank you for joining me on this investigation, exploring true crime, forensics, historic cases, dark history, and criminal theory. 
This is Best True Crime Podcast. No chatter, no commercials, no off-topic. I do hope you will subscribe. This podcast runs off donations only. You can drop us a donation, $35 or more, and I'll send you a signed book. Just go to www.besttruecrime.com. My name is Judith A. Yates, award-winning true crime author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Thank you for joining me on Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Be safe out there.